Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined by Jeff Torrey once again, and this is the Week 9 Rankings Edition of the podcast. And Jeff, um, I don't see your glass of milk, actually. Uh, I feel like you should be drinking one right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have it right here. Um, okay, good, good. That was a terrible, terrible bet to make. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you actually went for that. I was... You were that high. I had to back up my rankings. <laughs> Michael just didn't get it done. No, I mean, okay. luckily he, got it. he did all right. He was definitely <laughs> startable, but... Yeah, if people don't know what we're talking about, we made a little bet last week's episode. Well, we made a few. We made a few. Unfortunately, my first one, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought it would be <laughs> fun to have a punishment. It was dumb. Well, Jeff decided to rank Kristen Michael number two in... I just had to call him out on it because I knew you would not play Michael over Zeke Elliott, and it just, it just Zeke's too good. He's too good. He's great. I think when we get to the rankings of the running backs later on, you'll have corrected that mistake. I did pretty and maybe an over. The sad thing is, you're the Zeke owner. You're the Ezekiel Elliott owner here. I, I love. I am Zeke. not an owner of him. I love Zeke. I think he's wonderful. Michael just had such a wonderful matchup last week. I just didn't realize how poor that offense turned. Well, let's, before we get to the ranks, we should go over a couple of the bets we had. We did talk about this on our last podcast, the one that we didn't at least put anything on this one, Jordan Howard versus Kadeem Carey. I love this one. Oh, you man. were so confident on Jordan yeah, Howard. I, I, rank, I ranked Carey ahead of Jordan Howard. <laughs> so I hope anybody listening to this, just okay, I made one mistake. You can My advice, I'll still try to give good advice. That was terrible advice. It, oh, Jordan Howard made me look like an idiot. Jordan Howard made me look like a genius. Monday I'm night, so glad. It was, it was terrible watching. I, I saw. I didn't even turn on the game yet. I was just before I turned on the game. I had already saw he ran like a 69 yard run on the very first drive. It was just. I knew my night wasn't going to go well at that it was, point. It was his show. He did. He did awesome. <laughs> we did have one other one. Another with teammates. We did Brandon Cooks versus Michael Thomas. You picked Cooks. I picked Thomas. I got the TD. And points, you beat me. Yardage and catches, it was Michael Thomas. who has been wonderful. I still think Michael Thomas is better than Brandon Cooks. He's going to be better than Brandon Cooks. I disagree. I still he like is. Cooks. And uh, I would like to point out I won two of the three. You did, but not the, the one. only one that we actually put anything on yeah. officially. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm a, Michael Thomas, though. I'm still big on Michael Thomas. I don't know. I think I might have ranked Cooks ahead of him this week. Yeah, but I, I like him, but I still like Cooks more. But I think... That one is wonderful. We did we had some starts of the week. We did decent on them. We don't have to go through them all, but we we had mostly hits, I think, on our starts of the week last week. Um, we each yeah, had... These, I mean, to put a perspective, too, these yeah. are guys that weren't the yep. absolute studs. They're not picking from the top. Yep, and our both quarterbacks scored over 20. Our running backs scored over 10. That's all you can really ask from the mid-tier guys. Yeah, if I mean, you get those, those you're are good looking good. Right so we might as well just get into our ranks right away. Jump over to the quarterbacks. And this week, we have our consensus number one this week is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Our number two is actually, let me think here, it's going to be Matt Ryan, and number three is going to be Drew Brees, which we all have them in th- top three. We just have different order. You really can't go wrong playing any of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I put Rodgers to one. You put him to. I did. You have Matt Ryan number one this week. But, you can't, I mean... You can't go wrong with any of these guys. They keep putting up points. Aaron Rodgers right now is on a tear. I think Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter who he he's. Is. We talked about it again the last show, but Aaron Rodgers is unreal right now. The guy is going to put up. He's going to keep throwing the ball. They don't have any running backs right now. No, and 
the these top guys too. They have wonderful matchups. Yeah, Matt Ryan's going Matt against, against Tampa Bay. Exactly. I can totally Tampa see why Bay. that's number one. Aaron Rodgers going against Indy, so they're gonna both teams are gonna throw a lot. Drew Brees against San Francisco, which is just awful. So I mean, those three guys, you can see why we have oh, yeah. no doubt that those are the top three guys. Yeah, it's, and then Andrew Luck, we both have four. Andrew Luck, he's just gonna throw the ball. Yeah, solid. I mean, every time he's a solid player. Yep. You have Jameis up at five this week. Boom. Really big on Jameis. I am. I'm. This one is. I'm gonna call myself out just a bit because <laughs> I he was my uh, start of last week and he did pretty mm-hmm. well over 20 points in standard yep. leagues. Um, and this time around, um, he has Atlanta. Exactly, he has Atlanta. I think he is going to have to throw the ball. I think he's gonna throw it a lot. He's gonna be down. He's been doing pretty I mean, well. He said 26 two weeks ago and 22 last week. Both great games. And. Um, you know, you also have a lot of these guys on bye weeks. I too, do have so. Winston up at eight, so I'm not that far off on it. Which I don't feel. I can't believe Jameis Winston's in my top ten. I can't dude. either, but I like it, and he's um. I I am playing him in some of my leagues because he's a good fill-in. Well, another one, Dak Prescott. You have up at six. I have him nine. We both have Dak. It's the Cleveland matchup. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, wonderful and, matchup, and, and Des he Bryant. has Des Bryant back, <laughs> and he did wonderful last week. Yep. At least point wise. Oh yeah. Marcus Mariota is again in our top ten. I have him. I think. Let's see. I have him seventh, and you have him eighth. So we're about the same. He Mark, Marcus Mariota has not scored less than twenty points his last four games, and he's at San Diego. Another good matchup. Yep. I, I think this one he's going to have another solid week, and then and then against Green Bay, he's one of those that uh, I, I don't count on for no. a week in a week out consistency, but he's been doing so well and the touchdown production is there so why at not at some point it, I mean you can't just yeah I can't it, take him out just no, because it's, I'm it's, predicting a downfall like he has a good matchup good. So. another good matchup oh, look at he has a lot of great matchups coming up he's actually somebody you can keep playing without a doubt and um yeah, just wonderful where, where does Derek Carr rank for you after that monster performance I put Derek Carr at 10th this week I, well, I actually have him at 10th yeah, too so the, we totally agree the matchup against Denver Denver though hasn't been as good I it's yeah, you're saying that it's still it's still a tough. They, they are for, tough passing defense. They're not as good as maybe we thought they were going to be, but they still are good. Yeah, and so it's it's going to be it's gonna probably a tougher top, week. Top defenses when it comes to the pass, but it's, I mean, still it's very tough start. to guard everyone. But you know, Derek Carr is a young guy still. He's yep. you know susceptible to a good defense. I mean, so got, that's why he's down at time. He's still a starting quarterback for me, but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not banking on him doing no. what he did last week. It's a tough week with quarter, quarterbacks with everybody. with a lot of buys this week. Yeah. Once you get, if you're streaming quarterbacks and you got to try to put somebody in, it's it's a tough matchup this week. The, the great thing, like we said, Mariota, Prescott, Winston, all have good matchups. So those are guys you can stream. Hopefully, that, you, that's yeah. a good thing. About None those. of those you picked up as your starter. Hopefully, you might still have no. them on your bench and so, for this week. Exactly. And so Winston, I'm streaming him in place of Tom Brady. Yep. Um, I would have no problem streaming Prescott either, and Mariota is a fine one. But, yep. um, and then you have someone like uh, Blake Bortles, even. Yeah, which, <laughs> Blake Bortles. He put That's up good ridiculous. numbers, good like, numbers last week. Um, all in the like, fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, was, That's what counts. he does. That's yeah. what he does. Did it all last year, too. So he's. I mean, Blake Bortles, I don't think, is a good quarterback, but he's going to put up fantasy points. It's just he's yeah. going to keep doing that same thing. It's kind of ridiculous. I never thought I'd be telling – Telling myself that Bortles is for me. What I have Bortles at eleven because oh, this is a rough week, and I have Russell Wilson at twenty-five. 
Russell Wilson, man. I know he we is, talk about this every week, but I just can't if it w- wrap if, my head around if it. If Russell Wilson, if it wasn't Russell Wilson, the name, if you just looked at the stats, he's had he's a droppable player. Yeah, he looks like Alex Smith. Like he, Alex Smith's better. <laughs> I know. I apologize. That was really hurtful towards Alex. Smith. It really was. I mean, Russell Wilson is below Trevor Simeon on the year. Oh my gosh! Like that. Like th- that is how bad it is. He is actually below. I mean, yeah, Trevor Simeon hasn't hasn't had his buy. Who cares? He's below Simeon. He's below Case Keenum. He's below Osweiler, Tannehill, Wentz, Alex Smith, Osweiler. Oh my Flacco. Gosh. He's below all of those players this year. He that that is so so terrible. What I don't even know what to do. If you have Russell Wilson, I don't think you can't play him. I, I'll be honest. I would have no problem cutting Russell Wilson. No. He if had, you're adding value to He has team. had only I'm one. I'm not playing him. I'm he's not. only had one game above 13.9 points. 13.9 he had week one. Week four he had 29.9. That's it. He's never been. He's nothing higher than that week one. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not playing or him. I'm, 16, not, I'm not risking it. No, that is. That's he, why he's all the way down to 25 for me. And this is a bye week. I mean, look it his, really has gotten just. He plays Buffalo this bottom. week, which has been a decent defense. They didn't look good last week, but that's New England. Yeah. Then he, make everyone then he plays that. at New England. Then he plays Philly. Like, these next three weeks are not good for Russell Wilson. Yeah. And no so, one's going to trade for him right now. No, absolutely not. So uh, if you have him. I don't know why and, I ranked him 14th. <laughs> the name. It's the name. It, it is everyone, the name. Everyone wants to root for Russell Wilson. I, he is struggling so much this year. I'm, I'm putting him down my ranks. Yeah. This is again. And I'm I, not saying he won't bounce back next year. I'm not saying he won't eventually have a good game. I'm saying he's not worth the headache. No. Don't play him. I'd, I'd pick up Josh. Him, go pick up Josh McCown off the bench and play it. Uh, you know, off the waivers. Exactly. Josh McCown is gonna. Heaven knows he'll have to throw it. He's all he's gonna do is throw it, and that's what he does. So I'd play Josh McCown over Russell Wilson at this point, and he's not going to get healthy playing every all the time. He needs to sit out to get healthy, and it's not happening. He's not running the ball this year. That is that is what Russell Wilson always has been. Is he got his fancy points off running the ball? Russell Wilson only has forty four yards rushing this year. Yeah, not to mention if you can't scramble in the pocket like he did, and you know extend plays. He would find people down the field that way, and he's wonderful uh, 40, when he is 100 percent healthy. He's wonderful. You know, you know who also has 44 yards rushing this year on 11 or on 15 less carries than Russell Wilson? Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what? That's because Tom is uh, he Tom can do Brady. His the 5.5 40 yard dash himself. Well, everyone knows he's known for his deceptive speed. That's yeah, very <laughs> true. You've seen the 40 yard dash video from. I have. It's uh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's why. He, anyway, we're not going to go on a tangent. <laughs> he, <laughs> he has as many rushing yards as Russell Wilson. <laughs> that is, oh man, that right. he has less rushing yards than Brock Osweiler. He. <laughs> it's is mind blowing. Oh, anyway, man. to get off of Russell because that poor guy just needs a rest. Oh, it's terrible. Who, who else do you have from from eleven on that you can that you see as a, an interesting pick? I, I think it's Josh McCown. I talked about it a little bit ago. I do think it's Josh McCown. I have him at eighteen. I like Josh McCown's. He could be he could put up a lot more points than that. The problem with Josh McCown is he very well could throw one or two, three interceptions. He's just going to be throwing the ball. If he has Corey Coleman back this week, has Pryor and Coleman to throw to, he really could do something this week. I, I like Josh McCown's chances. If you have your guys on a bye and you just need to throw somebody in there, get Josh McCown. I think that's a good one to do. And he's playing playing Dallas. Dallas just lost um, two of their top secondary guys, Barry Church and um, can't remember who else right now, but their <laughs> their secondary is depleted. That could be a very, very good matchup for Josh McCown. 
and the way Dallas has been playing, they probably will get up, but running the ball with Zeke, and they're just, Cleveland's gonna have to throw it. Yeah, it, it's pretty brutal after you get that, you know, past the top ten with all the bye weeks and everything. So I, I really do have to agree with you. I have him at twenty. I could easily sneak him up because of the matchups. I have Case Keenum at fourteen. Yeah. Case Keenum has not been good, but he is against a really uh, Carolina yep. secondary Sec- that has done Carolina has good run, even if their secondary hasn't been any good. Exactly. So I have him at 14. So I, Josh McCown could easily go up there. I, I, you got to be looking for those guys that have a, a little more well, of a ceiling. Another one, Colin Kaepernick. He plays against New Orleans this week. And we New Orleans True. has been one of the teams that you're streaming quarterbacks against. I mean, I think I think Colin Kaepernick's floor is probably about 15 points just with his um, running ability. I don't think Colin Kaepernick's a very good NFL quarterback right now, but for fantasy purposes in a good matchup, he can get – I think he can score. He can help you, you know, not going to not gonna ruin your week. I think that could be another one. But you hope you don't have to play Colin Kaepernick, but he's down there. He's one of the guys. Yeah. No, sadly enough, I – I feel like I should actually start moving a McCown Kaepernick above some of these guys because yeah. I have Ryan Fitzpatrick up at 15, and you look at his numbers, and I think that's just me really trying to see the positive in the situation and hopefully he bounces back. But yep. he has no – I really shouldn't have him quite as high. Um, I mean, man, it's – and Simeon, guys like that are never – I mean, he's no. 23 for me. I, he shouldn't be ranked. Sam Bradford. He should be ranked. He's up there because of the Detroit matchup. Yeah. But, he, I, yeah, he, you know, I, I don't mind that one as much. I have I have him at 18. Yep. <clears throat> but I think he's. I think that's about where he should be. Yep. Well, that's quarterbacks are kind of tough this week. Might as well move over to the running back section. Let's see what we got here. The number one and number two consensus back. We both have the same exact two. Ezekiel Elliott and making DeMarco up, Murray. Making up for last week. Yep. Yeah, Zeke <laughs> going against Cleveland. You can't get much better than that. Nope. And Murray, great and match he's, as he's, well. Murray's just been playing wonderful. Yeah. I he's mean, at San Diego. I don't think anyone is surprised by that. Who do, who do we have going forth? Who's a, who's a top five? Rattle those we have off for us. All right. Let's see here. Um, my top five was Zeke, DeMarco, Melvin Gordon, Bell, and Jonathan Stewart. Then you had Elliot Murray, Devontae Freeman third, Bell fourth, like I do, and then Jay Ajayi number five. I did. I'm I'm still high on him. I have him eight. I I I think he two weeks in a row, 200 yards is tough to top. Like I think yeah. he's, this is gonna be a week. They're gonna keep running the ball. He's gonna get another 20 carries. They're gonna see if he can do it again. Yep. And you know the guys I have below him are. It's really the matchups are brutal this week, and we keep saying it, but it's true. Um, you know, someone like Devontae Booker, I really like. Theo yep. Riddick, I really like, but he's going against Minnesota. So these guys are having a brutal time, and Jay Ajayi is in there. He's been doing really well. He has a favorable matchup. Yep. So, um, you know, got to gotta put him where he falls. I can't just put him yep. lower just we, for the heck of it. We both have Carlos Hyde up there. This is hoping I, he comes back from his injury. Yeah, I, I would like him more if I knew he was going to yep. be 100% healthy. He's playing healthy. New Orleans. That's a if that's he, a great matchup. Exactly. I, I think, have him seventh. You have him eighth. So yeah, even if even if he's a little banged up, I think he can put up numbers. If he was 100% healthy, he would be my top five. One of the guys that we both have still kind of up. I mean, in the top ish, Todd Gurley. I have him tenth. You have him thirteenth. The way he's been playing. He doesn't justify that ranking for no, either of us. He hasn't been as bad as it looks. 
He's, um, he's just one of the few running backs that's going to get all the work. There's not yeah. many guys like that. If he can put in a touchdown, you know, his numbers aren't going to be much off from maybe like a Melvin Gordon type. Gordon's just getting the touchdowns. I do have to say this, though. Like, everyone is really down on him because of where he was picked. But if you look at his numbers... Um, True. Because he's receiving oh, yeah. the ball, too. But, I mean, in standard scoring, I believe, I mean, his first two weeks, he was kind of down, but then he had 28, 14, and yeah. then practically 10 and 9. So he's he's putting in some work, and if he does finally get into the end zone, like you said, um, he's not – I don't know. Everyone is more down on him than they should be. Yeah, when you really look at it, it's it's just more of perception based off where he was drafted. Because yeah, you're expecting him to put up Demarco yeah. Murray. Numbers you want right to put up those numbers, so the numbers he's putting up don't they're not what you know yeah. you thought you were going to get. But, I mean, but we have him right at a, a high end running back too, and I yep. think that's where he deserves to be, especially this week. Yep. Another guy, situations you just don't know about Spencer Ware. If Spencer Ware plays, he's in my top ten. But if he doesn't play, we, I, we just yeah. don't know at this point of the week. No, nope. Charkandrick West could definitely jump up the rankings if we knew for sure where is out. If if where is out, I mean our rankings will change towards the end of the week. I think I would put Charkandrick West up in the top fifteen if we know that he's the guy. I think he'd be around that range. Yeah. I actually I didn't put where in. I, just, I didn't either. I yep. didn't see him coming in. I do have Charkandrick West at sixteen, so right yeah, around. But right, see, that's about exactly and where. I also I kind of did it as assuming, so I assume Tevin Coleman's not in, which no, I'm pretty sure that's be guaranteed. Lashawn McCoy, I have not in. That could currently. change. That could change, but that means you know Gillisley, I have him at seventeen because of that, um, and you know that's. It's just one of those. You're not exactly sure, so you have to check back in before the the week actually comes yeah. to. But those are the kind of guys that you can and Chark Hendrick West. You can still get on on waivers possibly yeah. too. So it's well, a great we, pickup. We go back and um, let's see here. What was I gonna look at? Mark Ingram. He fumbled the ball very early on, and they, they he was pulled from the game. I am going to think that that is he's they're gonna give him the ball early against San Francisco. I just I have that feeling that it's going to be one of those type of situations where they pull them, it's a wake-up call, and they're going to go right back to him and try to give him as much work and see what he can do. And if they do that, the matchup against San Francisco is so good, Mark Ingram could have a huge game. But the problem is I'm not 100% sold that's what's going to happen. I've, I'm leaning that way, but it's hard to say for sure. Yeah, my, I, I, I very well could happen. I'm more in the mindset of... He will. They will go back to him. He's going to get carries, but it's also going to be split between him and Tim Hightower. And this feels like last year, where Tim Hightower comes in <laughs> and becomes a late season addition and wins people leagues because he's sure-handed and he does what he does every time you give him the ball. Oh, it's, that's that's but, um, really so I have tough. both of them in the twenties, and you're just kind of like, I'm not exactly sure. I would probably play them. But I'm not happy about it either. It way. would. Be, it, I did rank Ingram 14th, but it would be. It's going to be hard to play him if you're in that situation. If you have a different option. Yeah. And I could see. I mean, he's a better running back than Hightower, and I. I, I think you might be right. They're not going to bury the guy just because of one fumble. It was an odd situation. It really and, was. And you see that running backs get in trouble for fumbles all the time, and usually they go back to them. I mean the. The other guy that's dealing with it right now is Jones, and he might be the exception where he might get buried because this is not a, a the first time kind he of He doesn't thing. have the track record that yeah, exactly. Mark Ingram, Ingram does. Ingram is not a guy that usually fumbles. So yep. 
I, I do have to agree with you. I think I could. he could be a little higher than mine. I probably wouldn't go quite as high as 14 like you did. Yep. But a meeting in the middle is very – he could be – he's a running back too. That would be safe to yep. say. Another situation that is a tough one to figure out what's going on is the Eagles with Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles. Ryan Matthews was not hurt last game and only had eight snaps. I He is – you can't play Ryan Matthews anymore. I was I was amazed when you told me the stat. I I, I, I don't know what happened. It, Darren Sproles looks like he's the feature back there now, which is unreal to me. Darren Sproles, but he had sixty three of the seventy eight snaps. He he was the he was the starting running back. He's the he was the guy last week. I don't know if that carries over, but that's a situation where you can't play Ryan Matthews. He Ryan Matthews hasn't been good all year. To I mean. You can't play him anymore. I have him ranked in my in the thirties. I have him thirty first right now. I actually have him one spot below Paul Perkins from the <laughs> Giants. Like that is how bad it's gotten. He, he's not a player I believe you can play anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with him either. I have him. I have him twenty six right now, just because. There's he, <laughs> he did get a touchdown though last game, so. Yep. I, That's about he, all he did. Yeah, has he turned into a goal linebacker? Like, I don't know what's going to end. Sproles is such a, there's, a unique... There's, there's too many of these situations yeah, now. Sproles is too much of a unique character where you can see what he does. He's phenomenal out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. And you've seen this year in and year out. But he's never. they've never been able to turn to him as a feature back. No team wants to. I can't imagine this is going to be any different. So I can't imagine them getting rid of Ryan Matthews entirely. Um but just a, like you said, the the numbers don't lie. So I I, I have no faith in him. No, but it is such. I mean, I, I ranked him twenty six, but once again, this is the hardest week yep. to rank and to fill in spots well, because of all the bugs. It's bye weeks. There's who, people injuries, look, injuries the committees. It, once you get past, you don't even, once you get past like the top. 10 about about top 13 I feel like on my list I don't know what to do anymore it, it's just it gets so tough down there yeah I mean and it is it starts splitting hairs because you're really trying to figure out who's going to get a few extra carries who's going to get goal line carries who's going to do this who's going to do that so it, it becomes a little more of a guessing game once you get past that um, yep. it's not a for sure thing um, but you know people like even Ty Montgomery is he going to play this week and if he does, I like him more than a lot of these other guys. But yeah, I'm you not can play sure him. About him. Yeah, yeah, because he's ESPN. He's running back eligible. If Ty Montgomery plays, I mean, he's up a definitely a top twenty running back again on this list without exactly. a doubt. Like you're going to play him over a lot of these guys. I'd want to play him over Terrence West. I'd want to play him over Latavius Murray. I don't trust any of those guys. I don't know what Terrence West is going to do this week after his terrible week seven. That guy has got to make just. Pick one. Pick one if you're going to be a good running back. <laughs> this week will show a lot. If he does another one of those weeks, Terrence West is done. Yeah, and which, yeah, gives way to Dixon, and we keep hearing Man, about is this that. Is, is this one of the most depressing fantasy football weeks we've had? It is. As I was doing my <laughs> ranks, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I don't even want I, – I want to cut it off at, like, 25 because if it's you just, have to go past this, you are in so much trouble. These bye weeks are just – they're killer. I mean, I'm going to skip right over to wide receivers now. They can't, I don't want to yeah. talk about like the CJ Procises in the <laughs> world anymore. Like, right. I actually do have him ranked. It's very sad. sad. A lot of those guys, just to finish off running back, a lot of the people that are in um, committee running backs, you will have to use this week. And, yep. and you start looking at Derrick Henry, which is He's a playable. He's very playable. And someone like that or uh, Matt Asiata, 
Um, even Rashad Jennings, even though he's not doing very well, Duke Johnson, those kind of guys are very playable. <laughs> Duke Johnson, year. you definitely can play. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, so it's just going to be one of those weeks where you really have to find out who's there, and you're going to be playing that guy on your bench that you have been staring at, like, I, 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 should, I should cut you, but this is the week <laughs> I'm going to need the truth. All right, wide receivers. Now, I feel like wide receivers are always where we have the most disagreements. Yeah. And I feel like it, it does come down to almost the same couple players every time. But the top of the list isn't that. We, I have Antonio Brown, number one. You have him third. Yeah. You have Julio, number one. I have him number two. So that makes Julio our consensus number one. And then Mike Evans, I have third. And you have second. So we have the same top three. Those, you can't go wrong with no. any of those guys. I don't have to say, Antonio Brown has been, I mean, he's a great wide receiver. And I don't know what's exactly going to shake out with the quarterback situation. If this Roethlisberger week. plays. Yeah, he gets a bump up. Yep. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for. But um, Antonio Brown, and that's why I didn't rank him number one. He's just too good not to rank in the top three in the situation. Um, but he, he's been above average where Julio Jones and Mike Evans both. Julio. Julio was another down week last week. He's the top scoring wide receiver this year, but he has had now three games of 2.9 points or lower. Three games. That is, you don't get that too often from the top receiver. And he's no. still the top receiver. It shows the monster games he puts up. He had three for 29 against Green Bay. I think that's probably more to do with injury. That, well, that's the problem with Julio. He is, seems to be getting – it's always minor injuries, though, but he gets banged up. Yeah. And Green Bay has – I mean, Green Bay is a pretty decent yep. defense, and now he's going against, what, Tampa Bay this week? Is that right? Yep, Tampa. So, I mean, night and day difference. This, this is going to be the game where he goes off. It's You never know which one, that, but this is the one I'm he goes off. Like you, if you have a good – Julio is going to be my number one if he has – if he's healthy, which I think yep. he is, and he has a good matchup, and he has both – so, for me, he has to be the number one. And the rest of our top five, I have Odell fourth. You have him fifth. You have Dez fourth. I have him fifth. So, we're, <laughs> we're right in line with Same each other. Same top five. Those yeah. are – you can't go wrong playing any of these guys. Odell Beckham, I have a feeling this is the time where he starts to turn it on a little bit. At least, I'm hoping – it's maybe that's the Odell Beckham owner um, hoping a little bit right there. Yeah, talk about <laughs> up and down. He's been that way. He's, he's one of the most talented wide receivers, so he's going to be top five ranked all the time. I have Jordy Nelson six. You put him tenth, but top ten. The way Rodgers has been playing, he finally looking yep. for Nelson again. He just has so many targets, and if Ty Montgomery yep. is back, and that's the only reason Jordy is uh, my tenth instead yep. of a little bit higher. All right, now I got a little. I got this is I don't like this one. You have Brandon Cooks ninth. Boom, Brandon Cooks. I am. It's becoming a trend here. I am not a Brandon Cooks fan, I, and I you are know. a. Ve- you seem to be a big Brandon Cooks I, fan. I, I have to be. I mean, he's going against San Francisco, I, first of yeah. all, which is just, once again, we can't I think tell all you that how means. terrible it is. But look at the last three weeks, though. I mean, he had, against week six, Carolina, seven catches, 173 yards, one TD, which is massive. Then he has Casey, seven catches, 58 yards, another touchdown. And then Seattle, four for 44, so his yardage goes down, but another touchdown. He He's just being consistently targeted, and he has that big playability where, you know, where someone like Michael Thomas, which you uh, love yep. so much. Michael Thomas, I think, is going to overtake guy. Brandon Cooks as the number one receiver in that offense. I just don't see Wait, that. Wait, no, happen. Michael Thomas, he's a rookie. This He's a rookie on pace right now for 96 catches, 
with 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns for a rookie. What rookies do that other than Odell Beckham? Not many. No. Michael Thomas is only going to get better. And, and Cooks is going to go down. You even look at, yeah, Brandon Cooks got the touchdown last week. It was still only four for 44. Four for 44. Just ignore the touchdown. Just ignore it. I don't ignore touchdowns. <laughs> he's not, okay, he's a he's a top 20 maybe. I have him 21st. He's about top looking, 21. And I, and I might agree with you, but I do have Cooks there because he has a great matchup. He's getting the looks um, on everywhere now. I mean, seven catches, seven catches, and four, yeah, last week. But that was against Seattle, too. Their defense is good. Yeah. So True. I, I, I like the I way he's playing. All right. Here's another one. Marvin Jones. Yeah, he's a, he's a tough one. He's going to be going against uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, which is very formidable D. But I've dropped Marvin Jones down to 20th. Okay, see, I'm at 12. He has been trending down. He's he hasn't got more than four catches in the last four weeks. That's very true. I, I like him I like him more than a lot of the other guys and that what it kinda comes down to. I think Marvin Jones um, can easily put up points. Uh, Minnesota's I, tough, so you know, I'm I'm thinking Marvin Jones is one of the more talented guys on that team. I don't think Tate will be able to get as open. I don't think they're gonna force him the ball like they have been in weeks past. Ebron is there. Um so I think I think Marvin Jones is the guy to have on the Detroit offense for this week. Yep. Um, and I like him better than the guys I have underneath him, which is Allen Robinson, Brandon Marshall, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Michael Thomas. Like it gets pretty pretty bad pretty quick. And I have Mari Cooper under him too, which had that huge week, which we'll talk about yeah. I'm sure. But um, I, I like Marvin Jones upside more than those guys, even with the tough matchup. I just think he's trending downwards and it's just going to keep going down. And you, you might, I mean, you could be very much right. I can't really argue with the numbers you look at them. Um, it really just has everything to do with the week. So I got a little question for you, Jeff. There are only two wide receivers in the NFL that have more that have 50 or more yards in every one of their games this year. Can you name those two wide receivers? 50 yards or more 50, in every game? In every game they play. There's only two of them. That's going to be impossible. Only two wide receivers have done that. Oh my gosh! You would think it would be like Antonio Brown, but it's not Antonio Brown, I don't believe. There's two of them, and it's definitely not Julio even. No, we just went over that. Yeah, I'm gonna say, <laughs> dude, I have no freaking idea. I'm like looking at my my list. Yeah, it's a tough question, isn't it? My guess is, uh, I don't know, say. Evans and Fitzgerald, something okay. like that. Evans, yes. I got you one. did get one. Not Fitzgerald. Not Fitzgerald. You want to know the other? Yeah, who's the other? Cole Beasley. <laughs> did you set that question up just to plug your boy Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley. Yeah, be kidding me. Cole Beasley. The thing is, you still have Cole Beasley ranked higher than I do this week. I do. Well, but, you, I tell you, you did a good job selling him that one time. With Dez, though, he does take a huge hit. But, I think. but that shows to me, Cole Beasley, he has a floor, 50 yards is his floor. Yeah. He's not going to put up the one-point, two-point game like yeah, all these other. five points. Like, look, this, everyone else is doing that. Like, Julio we've done, has done less than three points yes. three times. T.Y. Hilton scored two points last week. Odell's had games like that, you I, know? I do have to say, though, we're also... That's an extreme <laughs> comparison because Julio can also score 30. He can. And Cole, Cole Beasley but Cole tops Beasley. out at maybe 15, and now the okay. Jazz is back. True. But it's just an interesting that Cole Beasley so has just, a good floor. You just hexed him. I'm going to move Cole Beasley down to like 35 because he's about to get two points. <laughs> no, that's probably exactly what's going to happen now because of that. Yeah, you know, milk was a bad choice. Uh, <laughs> 
got any? Do you want to make a bet this week on anything, Jeff? You got one? Yeah, Cole I, Beasley. No. Okay. <laughs> There's one I can I can tell already here. Let me right. let me think. You gotta try to get Cooks again. And it's I, gonna I be Brandon you. Cooks. Cooks beat you last week. It is week, so. definitely, definitely Brandon I took Cooks. Took out your man Thomas. I'm just trying to think here. You have Brandon Cooks all the way up at ninth. I do. Really? Brandon Cooks. Who will be better than Brandon Cooks this week? Oh, perfect. Perfect. You have Brandon Cooks ranked five spots ahead of Amari Cooper. Who does Amari Cooper play again this week? I don't care. <laughs> I do. doesn't matter who Amari Cooper plays. Amari Cooper's that good. Amari Cooper has... Oh, no, we're going against Denver. No, I'll take Cooks. I'll take that bet. I will take Cooks over Amari Cooper this week. Will you? Yeah. Cooks. No, it's Amari total, Cooper all the way. Total points. Total right? points. Yep. Total yep, points. Total points. Amari Cooper. Another milk bet here. You want it? All right. I'll it. finally because this is gross. I, this is a terrible bet, but I'm I'm the Christian Michael thing. I went. I had to support my stats, but this one I, I totally I'm backing my boy Cooks. I okay. think he's gonna have a big game. Amari Cooper versus Brandon Cooks. Can't wait till Cooks scores tw- has 22 yards. Yeah, that's it. You want to do? A, I want to do a side bet too. Okay. How how many how many points do you think Cole Beasley will have? Do you think he's gonna go over over five points? Yes. Yes. Definitely. I'm gonna say he goes under under five points. This Cole week. Beasley is not going under. Dude, I think you jinxed him. Cole Beasley not will to mention have. That's Dez's back. I love Easy's matchup. No, he's just gonna have exactly six catches for 73 yards. Ooh, I like it. That's exactly what but he's gonna I, do. I think he's gonna go under 50 yards. No TD. No, so. no way. Not a chance. This is the uh, the decline of Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley above. is gonna definitely put up those put up those points. I think I say that like all the time. Right. Put up the point. No, he's 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 he has a good he's a good floor player. He's a good floor of five six he's, points. He's been he's been very playable for a, a while now. Another but. guy that I don't even know. You might not have ranked him. I'm not even sure here. Quincy Anunua. I, I didn't. I didn't put him up there. He's been. He is starting to actually get more points than Brandon Marshall these last couple weeks. I think it's just because of the touchdowns. It's probably not something that's sustainable. He had 15.3 last week, 13.3 the week before. I don't know if that's a trend. It did. It was only off two catches and then four catches, but it's something to watch. I mean, that's not low production though. I mean, what is it, 70 and 90 yards? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's one of those guys I overlooked, but I, I really, I had Brandon Marshall at 15, begrudging, begrudgingly, because I really do hate that Jets offense. Besides for Forte right now. Yep. Um. So that's probably why I overlooked him. Yeah, he could easily he could easily jump on my list. But, I mean, um, on the year, Quincy Anunua has actually now two point two points more than Brandon Marshall. Oh my gosh, Quincy Anunua has two more catches than Brandon Marshall on the year. Two more catches on seventeen less targets, so he's been much more efficient. They're trying to force feed Marshall, and it doesn't seem to be working. Nope. And we've talked about Brandon Marshall on other podcasts as well. Um, he's a perfect target for trading. We neither of us believe in the guy anymore. Um, not so much his talent. I think he still has some left in the tank. I'm not saying he's old by any means or anything, but uh, that offense is a dumpster fire. Fitzpatrick doesn't just doesn't even look like he cares anymore after they benched him. So um, I'm, I'm selling on Jets. That's pretty much what it comes down to for me. Yep. Yeah, I I sold on Marshall. I just not I'm not sure on him anymore. I think the guy is just kind of he he doesn't have anybody around him. He, yeah. It's tough. Where do you have an interesting one that we never seem to talk about, but has had a quietly good year on a terrible team, but 
Terrell Pryor. Where, have, where do you have him ranked? I have week? Terrell Pryor 15th. Yeah, wow, that's actually, I was surprising you to be a little lower. I'm 16, so I thought yep. I was high in him, but. No, that he's he's been consistent. He had another six catches for 101 yards. He's had really, I mean, beginning of the year, I kind of throw out those first two weeks because he wasn't, he was, he wasn't doing, he was, that wasn't yeah. Terrell Pryor yet. Since then, he's had, he had a 5.3 week, which if that's his worst you're going to get, that's fine. But that was against New England. He did have the terrible game against Cincinnati, which I believe he got hurt. He was hurt coming into the game. And so that was kind of, that's kind of when he can kind of throw out too, because he went in, we didn't even know if he was going to play. But he's at six for 101, nine for 75, eight for 144. And now he has Josh McCown back at quarterback. They've been rotating quarterbacks, and he's still getting, um, still getting catches, still getting yards. I think he's a good play. In Dallas, again, we talk about their secondary is depleted now. Yeah. I mean, and the funny part about that is we don't talk about Terrell Pryor because he's on a terrible team, and you think of him as, you know, a quarterback turned wide receiver. So he's pretty much a rookie wide receiver oh, yeah. year. The guy is ranked number 11 in wide receivers no. right now. Number, he's, he's, he's the number a, 11 now. He's is above he really? Odell Beckham Jr. That is true. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy, it's not like he's unknown. Like, people know about him. He's, he's owned in, like, 85% of leagues. But I was amazed when I looked at his stats. I was amazed uh, how playable this guy is on such a bad team in that carousel of – I mean, you get Blake Griffin thrown to – I'm Blake Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Griffin. He would have been better. He would have been better. <laughs> Blake Griffin. Who are you going to go – what was the name you were searching for there? <laughs> Griffin early in the year. Um, oh, my gosh. Robert. Yeah, Robert Griffin. Nice, um, I like that But, one. man, yeah, so they – I mean – Cleveland's such a, a trash heap as well. It's kind of nice to see this guy at least making, uh, carving out a career oh, for yeah. himself as well. It's, it's, I like to see it, even though he did go to OSU. So that's I, I try to forgive him for that. <laughs> oh man, let's see here. Anybody else that stands out? Every, we're pretty close on a lot of these guys. Um, Dante Moncrief had a pretty good week coming back from the injury. Um, I put him 16th, higher than you do, but yeah. you know. It's one of those go either way. Yeah, it was just because of uh, I'm not sure how healthy he is. And I like Diggs this week because of his matchup against the Lions. I do have him 20th, even though they don't throw a whole lot. Um, he's a you know, better matchup. They don't, they don't throw a whole lot, but against, I mean, McKinnon and Asiata, we don't know what's going to happen with that this week. And the, the run game for Minnesota has been terrible. Oh, yeah, and they they, they stick with it. <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, they just plot along, and they just they just wear you down, and they just know they can play defense. So, yeah. Um, their their offense is hard to rely on, but Diggs is if you're gonna throw out a feeler, Diggs is definitely a capable wide receiver. I have him at twenty. Yep, I have him eighteenth, I believe, this week. So that's not you know too bad. And then you know you got you get down to the bottom here. Muhammad Sanu is not a terrible bye week fill in this week. He's a good matchup. You got a lot of targets last week when Jones was kind of banged up. So that's you know not a terrible play. Corey Coleman. I actually did rank Corey Coleman 40th. I think he's going to play this week. I think he could be coming back. And obviously, if you knew he was back, I know you'd have him up in your ranks. I didn't expect him to be back this early. He very well could be. Um, another guy who we neither of us actually ranked, but has been surprisingly pretty good the last couple weeks is Tyreek Hill. He had five catches for 98 yards and a touchdown um, last week. He's he's been they've been getting him work all year long. You know, and he's 
Yeah, I want to be able to stop patting you on the back for this one, but you, you were ahead of the curve on this. You even told me about this guy, and I, I laughed at you because <laughs> I was like, okay, a rookie on KC. I was like, what is the upside there? But uh, the guy is he, he's producing. They obviously they like him. They've been you, He has four touchdowns on the season now. That's correct. And he's not... He's not a tall guy by any means either. I'm not. No, he, I don't know. He's what, just a speedster. He, he came from a small school, I think. Yep. Right. Well, he bounced around a little bit. He had. He, he has. He had some. He had some legal issues. And that's kind of why he bounced around the way he did. But he is the guy. Is extremely talented. Yeah, he went went to Oklahoma State originally, and then he bounced around and went to you know community college, then ended up at the University of West Alabama. So yeah, that is this is why you know no one really knew about him, and it, they've they they've had him you know return kicks. They've tried they've handed him off the ball, and now they're finally throwing him five catches, ninety eight yards. Is that's pretty pretty good day there? You know he actually he, he's returning the ball all the time. He can get you a return touchdown. He's not somebody you really want to play yet. Yeah, Unless you're in a deeper league and you need to play him. but in that offense, is hard to trust him even if, if he was. But. If he has another week this week when he gets some good you know, good yardage and scores a touchdown, he's definitely going to be a guy to pick up and look out for. Yeah. So if you're in a deeper league, I'd play him. And the, the scary part about this, too, is I have Jeremy Macklin very low. I, 34th. I, I cannot get behind Macklin anymore, and I, I love the guy's talent. It's just it looks like, you know. It yeah. Looks like Hill is the one getting his targets. I have Jeremy Macklin uh, twenty sixth, but there's it's not like I'm excited about that, and I don't even know who his quarterback's going to be this week. I don't know if it's Alex Smith or if it's Nick Foles for sure. Yep. Probably still going to be Smith, but there's no guarantee in that. But Jeremy Macklin just he has not done much this year. It's kind of a disappointment. He yeah. has he we finally got a touchdown last week, but other than that, he's not had more than 78 yards in a game he's you know he and that was he had some good matchups the last few weeks oakland new new orleans indianapolis and he didn't get more than 49 yards if you can't get more than 49 yards in one of those matchups you know yeah it's not good but just he finally caught a touchdown on this salvage you know this past week he still has, I, I still don't I, he has jacksonville this week it's a good matchup then he has carolina tampa he has good matchups if i it might just be he might not be the same. He's not the same player. He might very well be on the tail end of the career right now, the way he's looking. That's pretty much, I think, you know, it for wide receivers. We get way down the list there. One one other one, Tyrell Williams. If I kind of Travis Benjamin as dealing with injuries might not be playing. If he doesn't play, Tyrell Williams definitely goes up a bit for us, for me at least. There really isn't much to yeah, throw to there. No, and Tyrell Williams, at least he's shown that he can put up yep. large games. So I do like that one. And then go to the tight end ranks. No Gronk this week, so it's hard to – can't just slot him in at number one, no, but then to do yeah, the no, next best thing. And, yeah, no Eifert either, which but, had that big week. Yep. So I just throw Greg Olson number one. Got as it. Do you. And then our, our two and three are just switched around. Jimmy Graham, Delaney Walker, you went Walker, Graham, and we have Kelsey four. Those are pretty much the top four. You, if you have one of those guys you're playing them, you're not thinking about it. It's really once you get past the top four, you're not too happy with what you got there. No. And once again, the one guy I'm a little high on, and I think uh, we talked about it in other podcasts as well, is Eric Ebron. Yep. Um, playing for Detroit, I have him at number five. He had, I think, a little over 70 yards last game. 
Um, he's not touchdown dependent. You know how I love that from tight ends. And um, But he still gets a ton of work in the red zone, which Stafford has been wonderful in. So very high on Eric Ebron. You can um, even pick him up on waivers. So that's a great play in my book because those other four guys are definitely already taken. Oh, yeah. So um, look for Eric Ebron. I, I put Ebron seventh. You know, it, I don't think you can go wrong with it. <laughs> there's not – I mean, what else are you going to do matchup? There's not many players to play. No. I mean, I got uh, Kyle Rudolph fifth because of the, the – we talk about a lot. The, the matchup. Going, going against Detroit, who is just terrible defense right now. That's a very good matchup. I could easily see him getting a touchdown there. Um, I, Fleener, I still got Fleener up there. I don't really know why. It's I, just, yeah, I have him at 11. It's the potential for him. Really, when it gets down to this point, you're really guessing who's going to catch a touchdown who's not because all these guys get a couple of catches, 30 yards. Yep. That's why I even have Witten up there a little higher um, because at least he gets a, a little more, you know, looks his way. Um, but Antonio Gates is – even there, finally have a Gates ahead of Henry. I do. A Henry gave has, up on that one. Oh, I don't. I don't know what is going on. It, it blows my mind because I, I think it's so obvious that Hunter Henry is the better option for that team. But they're Rivers they likes not go for throwing it. the ball to Antonio Gates. I, I love Hunter Henry still. He, I just another. Well, I don't know another flyer for the week if you need a tight end. Austin Hooper from Atlanta. Jacob Tammy will be out, and so Hooper gets to step into that good offense. It, it's not like you're going to be excited to play him, but if you need somebody, that there, there's worse options than that. Might as well, you know, doesn't hurt to throw him in. I'd rather play him than people have been streaming like Cameron Brait every week. I'd much rather take a you know flyer on Austin Hooper this week. And, I mean, it's not like Austin Hooper has been playing. He's gotten a few good games under his belt. Week number two against Oakland, three catches for 84 yards. Um, another game, one catch for 42 with a touchdown. So. He's, you can see he's a little bit more of an athletic tight end. Yep. Um, last game, five yeah, catches, 41 yards. He's not up. much of a blocker. He's pretty much just a pass-catching yeah. tight end. So he does have some upside. I'd, um, I kind of like it. I'd rather take the chance on him than, than going and throwing out Dennis Pitta again or Jesse James. Or I'm just, I would agree I'm, with you. This, those guys I've, clearly aren't going to do it. No, and that's why the only I think the people I have ahead of him is I do have Fleener ahead of him just because you've seen what he can do if they use him. But yep. I have Julius Thomas, big red zone target. Yep. And Antonio and Hunter, really, that's about it. Yep. Tight end is just, it's been a terrible position this week, this year. There's just not a lot of oh, so sure if, thing players. If you have one of those guys, you're, you're holding on yep. to them with a death grip because you don't want to let them go. Well, we might as well move over to defense, just gloss over that real quick. <laughs> it's kind of tough <laughs> Once to go. Again, I was going to say, these, this week is so difficult to rank. Yep. And um, if, I, if I do well in these rankings, I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back because. Not only are there so many people missing on buys, but it is incredible the there's no middle round matchups. Oh, no. It's either you have a great matchup or you have a terrible matchup. Yep. And uh, these defenses are, are no different. And I, I think we'll, you'll see the top ten are just jumbled in a different way. And we really I just go back and my big thing is with defenses in a week like this, I rely on people who has shown me in the past that even going against a good team. They can get me a few points or not go negative. Yep. So, and that's you can see mine. Eagles, Bills, Vikings are my top three. Yep. I went Seahawks, Vikings, Eagles, same kind. Chiefs, yep. Bills. Yeah, I like, I like actually Chiefs. Is, I like Chiefs too. They're number yep. four for me, so that's an interesting. It was this. I mean, it's play the matchups. If you don't have one of those guys, if you don't have one of those top teams, just find a good matchup. Yeah, take them off the waiver wire. 
that's pretty much it for defense. There's really not much to talk about there. No, there's no big nope. strategy on that one. Well, I think that's it for the rankings edition of the show. Don't really have much else for you. You know, go follow us once again at the FF Profit on Twitter. Try to give you some good advice. You know, sorry if I don't <laughs> on Sunday. We do our best. You know, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But uh, no, um, it worked out so far, and uh, yep. I, luckily for me, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I just have to shout out to my teams. Uh, looks like I'm playoff bound in yeah. in all three. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Dynasty League is going to be a little dicey at the end there, but that's a little tougher. But the well, other two, I'm six and two. I'm I'm ready to make a even, run. Even though I'm seven and one and six and two in two leagues, the one that really matters, I'm three and five, and I am the two-time defending champ. So yeah, I'm ready to dethrone you in that one. Life is a little depressing when you're three and five. And that's why everyone loves fantasy football. Yep, that's true. <laughs> when you're doing good at this, you feel like you're doing good in life. <laughs> All right, we will uh, catch you next time. <laughs>